Hello, hello, and welcome to our podcast. Hi, guys. We are so thankful that you are listening in today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we couldn't be more grateful that uh, you're taking the time out of your day to listen to our voices. Yeah, we've had some really good feedback, and we're stoked. We are so excited about this podcast, and we're excited that you guys are excited, too. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of people, friends, and then strangers, and everybody passing it around and sharing it, and it that does so much. It uh, does, yeah. Even people that we wouldn't expect to listen have talked to us about it, and it's like, okay, this is so cool. Yeah, like this is just really an extension of everything that we've learned and everything that we've come to experience and honestly it's a conversation that it it can be easier to have uh now that thankfully through technology we can talk to a lot of people at once Mm -hmm. and so it feels really good yeah it feels like it's a really fun platform for me because obviously i'm on instagram and uh youtube and tiktok and that sort of thing and they all kind of have their own vibe. I feel like I've never talked on TikTok really. I do on Instagram stories, but this one is like something that I feel like is the closest to us. Like it's the most authentic. Like Mm. we can just have a conversation. You can't really do that on any other platform. So I'm excited about it. Yeah. You can kind of, you kind of just let it marinate. Yeah. Like you just, you think you're, we don't have a lot of things planned out, Mm -mm. which is not a shocker. If you know us, (laughs) Yeah. we don't plan anything. (laughs) We try. We try, and honestly, we hate it when we do, because we don't like the plan when it comes time to execute it. So we say, let's change the plan. I know. Not having a plan always works out better, because whatever happens is like more fun, honestly, than what I would have planned. And I think we always think that there could be something better. Right. Which, that's a blessing and a really bad Bad curse. curse. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh, it's it's in the smallest details ever when it comes to like even just ordering food. Oh me, FOMO. Like major, major FOMO on it when someone's food comes out and yours looks awful, and then the the next person looks like the best thing ever. I mean, there's no words to describe that. Something kind of about Noah and I is we have like restaurant anxiety. Like whenever we go. I mean, I especially, I look up the menu before I go. Like, I like to know where I'm going so I can read through every single thing and choose the best option. Like, I don't know how people just sit down and just pick something or they'll be like, oh, I'll just order whatever they're having. Like, that gives me anxiety. I have to read every single thing and pick the best one. And if it's not the best one, I get mad. Yeah, she literally just read the reviews today and I was like, I I honestly... being in the restaurant business myself, I don't really want to read the reviews because there's just a lot of bad, we'll call them Karen-like people out yeah, there. Yeah, there are. And I just don't really care what they say about a restaurant. I know. But uh, nevertheless, it is what it is. But I, I always... Holy crap. Ripping the streets. <laughs> Maybe we just leave that in there. <laughs> We live in the most insane area. It is It's actually not that insane. It's just it's the main street by the ocean, so people just rip it to shreds. Every time one of us lets out a fart, we have this saying. We we call it ripping the streets and ripping the sheets. I don't know why we say that. I just picture like farting in bed and like leaving a sharp skid mark but we don't ever do that it's 
never you, in bed. <laughs> we do it and we say that in public. It's an old wives' tale. Uh, is it wives' tale or wise tale? I think it's wives'. That that's even weirder. It is weird. I don't know. Like your wife tells the tale. Yeah, I don't really. I don't. You know, I'm the worst at that stuff. Things <laughs> I say things that she, are wrong. She sings for the years. Christmas song. <laughs> you know, dashing through the snow in a one horse open sleigh. Soapin. She sings in a one horse soapin sleigh. <laughs> it just has always made Santa sense. is going down a slip and slide. <laughs> It's always, I don't know why, I never read the words before, so if you hear it, it sounds like soap and sleigh, and I just never understood until like my adult life that it's open sleigh. That makes so much more sense. Santa was splish splash, he was taking a bath. Exactly. (laughs) So good. There's so many things like that that I just am like, why has no one corrected me all my life? Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying. one day at a time it's so embarrassing (laughs) it really is yeah we we okay i got one more thing this is making me think this is why we we should start off with actual uh, structure rather than just floating but there's this ice cream place called handles nearby (laughs) and i convinced so many people that it was called handels handels I'm a really proper person. But so we I was think- actually thought it was that, though. Like, you didn't just convince them. We we both yeah, thought that. The blind was leading the blind. Yes. And I have an army of people that now refer to it as Handel's. <laughs> it's and- literally Handel's ice cream. <laughs> I thought it was like Auntie Handel. She she had this recipe. I don't know. Yeah, we literally read this story like on the thing. There's like a story about it, and we were like, "Wow!" Like the Handel family. <laughs> it's literally it's no. a handle. Handle. To an ice cream scoop. Let's go to Handels. <laughs> Handels. It's a big difference. You see. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways, well, life we, updates. We have. A lot to talk about, as you can see. It's been too long. <laughs> yeah, I um, know. Uh, we have some life updates. We're just going to make it brief, uh, give you guys some info. But then, just so that you hang on for the rest of this podcast, I'm stressed. Like, you're going to just turn it off. No. Just so you hang on, what we're going to talk about today is hopes and dreams. Mm-hmm. We Dreaming. Want, we want you to dream bigger. Mm-hmm. And I think we have some really practical things to talk about with dreaming. Mm -hmm. Because we dream huge. We're big dreamers. We are... Our dreams have dreams, like Inception. (laughs) Yeah. And we don't know where we're at in all of it. But we're we're navigating through it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we want to bring you along with that. And give you a lot of intel on what it is to... To have an imagination and a plan that for your life that you think could exceed anything that you could ever accomplish. Yeah, and I think we have like a really interesting point of view because I feel like a lot of people, a lot of couples that I know, there's like one dreamer and then like one realist. But I feel like we're both dreamers, so it kind of just Not like good. it kind of just goes crazy. We're, I think there's a song <laughs> called Dreamland. That's that's our theme song. Yeah, we're dreaming. We need a realist in our life. <laughs> Nah. Okay. Nah. So give us a quick update. What's been going on? Yeah. So I've been gone for a month. <laughs> I left yeah. California um, right after the 4th of July 
and headed to Florida. Um, Noah and I both worked and helped set up like a new Parlor Donuts, which is a family business that we run out here in California, and we also help plant new shops. So we did that for a while. Um, And then Noah flew home back to California. I actually flew to Indiana to do some photography. Um, I shoot a lot of senior photos in my hometown, and so I had some seniors lined up, and I worked for like a week straight. And then um, Noah came back into town in Indiana, and then we went on a family vacation with my family to Tennessee. So lots of good things, lots of work, lots of fun. Lots of family vibes. Lots of family vibes. Lots of, yeah, everything. It, it was kind of like a, a work pleasure trip, which most of our trips are. So half work, half play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it just does feel good to, to go to different areas and mm-hmm. even areas that you're not, you know, it's not like necessarily something that you would go to normally, but it, mm-hmm. it, it's cool when you just step out and you do that and uh, get to be with family. And we were in the Smoky Mountains and it was just beautiful. I yeah. Mean, it's just so lush. Coming from California, I feel like the rest, like that center part of the U.S. is just so green. So green. And lush. Yes. And, and so spread out and vast. Mm-hmm. We just kept saying like everyone's yards are massive. It's like we literally grew up there. We know that, but compared to where we are, it's just like yeah, it's quiet and yeah, it comforting. was it was amazing. We just spent pretty much the whole time outside, and it was great. Yep. So that's the update. Mm-hmm. We we kept it brief. Well done. Super brief. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's talk about dreams. Okay, let's do it. Um. Here's what we, we realized that this was something that we needed to talk about when, um, I think it's funny, we talked about Inception, but I think there's a line in that movie where uh, the main character tells the other character that uh, he needs to dream a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. And I've always kind of taken that on, and we we sometimes go through our like talks at night or whatever, and we say like, what are your, your top five things you want to do this year? Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes we'll even do like, what is the biggest thing that you want to accomplish? Yeah. This is the kind of stuff you talk about when you're under the stars. You know what I mean? Like What's it's under late the stars at, mean? Just like you're oh. looking up. Oh, oh yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I like it now. That was supposed to be a moment. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> that was a big planned out moment like laying outside under the stars is dreaming yes. okay i get it I get come it. on feel it sorry i'm a feeler okay i was so, like what does that mean <laughs> you always have those weird things that your grandma always says and then you say them and i'm like i've never heard that in my life yes Anyways. okay under the stars okay you with me i'm with you and you just talk about what you what's the biggest thing that you want to do and i feel like honestly what's so sad is we suppress people from that mindset. America does that. And I'm I see all sides. Mm-hmm. I I the older I get the more I'm like, "Oh, that that's a good point. Oh, this is another good point and we're going to bring up a point and just because we bring this up doesn't mean that this is the absolute truth on everything that you should do for your life." Right. But I do see that we almost are embarrassed to really say what it's almost like a kid would totally blurt out everything. And when we get older, 
mm-hmm. we like are shy when it comes to those things that like we suppress our imagination like and our wonder. Like the things you get excited about. And you, you think you think that more things are impossible. Mm-hmm. When you're a kid, you just assume that like... Everyone is on that level. Like everyone's thinking like they want to be an astronaut. Everybody wants to do something crazy. Yeah, and I watched a Mr. Rogers documentary and it was actually kids believe stuff so much that he was worried about all the superhero movies that were coming out at the time because kids were trying to jump off buildings and fly. Yeah. And that was a big concern for him because he realized that what you tell a kid, they really do think is possible. Mm-hmm. And I think we lose that over time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we, we mature and we, we sense reality in some ways. Um, but I think there's an element that we should not let die off. Right. And yeah. also in that documentary that we watched, the Mr. Rogers is so good, by the way. Um, but it was saying how the people that were coming against him during that time period were saying, like, you're telling every kid that they're special. You're telling every kid to dream bigger and that their dreams can come true. And it's like, that's not possible. And it's like, that's what you that's what we feel as adults. Like once you become an adult, it's like you almost can't have dreams because you should be doing X, Y, and Z. Like dreams are for kids or dreams are for your teen years or your 20s. And then after that, it's like real life. And it's like, I feel like that's just so sad. The example of this is, what do you do for a living? Yeah. Uh, I do Instagram. Oh, yeah, but what do you really do? Right. Like what what pays the bills? Uh, I, I play music. Oh, that that sounds fun. Uh, do you do anything else for yeah. income? <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's that's our conversation all the time. And and here's what it is: we have limited minds. Yeah, I realize that myself. Mm-hmm. But if we don't stay curious, we will live inside of a box that someone else created for us. Mm-hmm. We will never break out of it. Mm-hmm. We will only do what we've seen other people do, mm-hmm. and we will stay there until it's time for us to leave this earth. Yeah, and it's really sad because I've seen a lot of wasted potential because of this reason. People are just too scared, or um, they don't have anyone to push them, or the opposite. They have people that push them in the opposite direction to, you know... I've seen so many people that have wanted to become artists or want to do something like in the creative industry and people just suppress those things because they almost seem like hobbies or like Mm -hmm. dreams. Um, Which, I mean, we live so close to LA. It's like everyone's out here dreaming. (laughs) Everyone's out here trying to to be the next, you know, Justin Bieber, the next big actress or actor. So it's like there's a... There's a balance, and that's what we really want to talk about today. Yes. Is is the mm-hmm. balance of dreaming big, but also like mm-hmm. being present and being content, and like I don't know, just knowing where you are. Um, but not to mm-hmm. say that we shouldn't dream. And also, I was gonna mention. I think there's a quote, or maybe it's just on Pinterest. I don't know, but <laughs> doesn't count. <laughs> but it said um, you wouldn't have to suppress yourself or um hide like your desires and your dreams if you like chose the the people that are in your circle better which Mm. i thought was really interesting because Mm. it's like family 
family's given to us. We are born into a family that we do not choose, but friends we choose. And Mm -hmm. I think that it's just important to like know who's in your circle and make sure that those people in your circle are for you Mm. and that you're for them as well. It should be like encouragement. I think that's what friendships and relationships should be. And so I just wonder, like, do you have friends in your circle that you can share your big dreams with? Or do they like suppress you or like make fun of you or, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that they should spur you on to be confident and proud of the future, but also settled and content with the present. Definitely. That is a hard balance. Yeah. Because you will resent the present if you're always dreaming in the future. Yep. You will think that everything is not enough. You're not enough. It's You're not there yet. It's never going to come. And there's going to be this gap. Mm-hmm. And it's going to test every part of you if you are a dreamer. Yeah, and I think the word would not necessarily be dreaming for the future, but rather like striving mm. for the future. Because you mm. can dream and, you know write it down, make notes of it, and read it every day, and work Mm. and make little tiny habits towards those big dreams. But if you're constantly striving for it, that's where the discontentment comes in, and that's where you miss what's right in front of you. And sometimes what's right in front of you are Mm. some of the greatest moments and some of the greatest learning opportunities and and challenges Mm. that teach you something. And so, yeah, not to be resentful of the present just because you're not where you want to be. Yeah, I think curiosity is the biggest thing. Stay curious, stay in wonder. And I think that if you allow the moment of not being so held up by the thing that's in the future, that you're going to, like you said, miss what's right here and now, that is so huge. Mm -hmm. And it takes constant surrender. Yeah. So you have to surrender these things. Mm-hmm. And in the world, there's this popular term called manifest. Mm-hmm. And I believe, I understand the heart behind it. Mm-hmm. There's people that misuse it. There's people that you know say it's great. And there's views on all sides. But what I want to say about that is that what I believe that humanity is crying out with this term is we want to release this thing that we so desperately desire. Mm -hmm. And that can be a really great thing. Mm -hmm. Releasing it as long as you're okay if it doesn't come back. Yeah. But knowing that just in the releasing that that, that's that's okay. Mm -hmm. And when you release it, I believe you're going to start to see what's in front of you because that's one thing that you don't want to do is just be so up in your head, so up in the future. What's the plans for your life that you actually miss the people, the opportunities? Because oftentimes it's those things that are around you right now that are going to lead to that, even though it doesn't seem like it. A hundred percent. And you will resent those things, mm-hmm. but those are the very things that are going to be used. Yep. And anybody that is old, And we're getting old. We're almost to the dirty 30. So we can start saying that. Anybody, and we're just getting started. So there's some people that have been doing this a long time. Mm -hmm. And and they will tell you that it was 
this little choice that led to this. Mm -hmm. It was this tiny little job that nobody wanted that I took on and I did well at and somebody saw me and then this happened to this. Yep. You never want to do those things in order to achieve or or do or, or gain anything. You want to do those things as if you were all in it. Yeah. And your ignorance is almost good. Yeah. Because it's shielding you from something you're not ready for yet. Right. If if you were ready for it, it would come. This is coming from a, a lot of personal conviction. I, I'm obsessed with playing music, but I've been operating in a role where I don't play music for the last five years. Mm-hmm. And even though this role is not necessarily all me, I've been forced to take it on mm-hmm. as if it is who I am. Even though I know it's not who I am, but everybody else that sees me the last five years that just meet me, they don't even know I play music. Mm -hmm. And that sense of understanding that I wish that they had is not there. Mm -hmm. And that is where you're tested. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to find out why you do something. Right. And are you going to do something when no one gives you credit for it? Mm -hmm. When nobody is on your team for it? Nobody notices it. No one is coming alongside you, cheering you on. Yeah. That's when you find out, hey, is this, it's, it's just going to push you to the very limit. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I have a story for that as well. Yeah, go. Um, back in 2015, whenever we, were, we went to Bible college here in California in Temecula, um, Noah and I had been obsessed with coffee for a couple years at this point. Like we were kind of opening up our own shop at this time back in Indiana. And um, to us, like we were coffee shop owners, you know? So of course, like everyone gets assigned a job at the Bible college and it's kind of like a service class. Like you get graded on like your work ethic and all that stuff, which is really cool. Really taught us a lot. But anyways, there's a coffee shop on campus. So obviously I, I, put that as my highest, like what I wanted to do. I I applied for that. And I said, like, you know, I feel like I could help in this area. I'm trained already. Um, we have a coffee shop back in Indiana. It just felt like I felt who you are. It's who I was. It made sense. And I was like, okay, like why would they not choose me? Like I are, I could Mm. help. I could bring something to the table. You know Mm. what I mean? And then it comes down to it and I get kitchen, Mm. not, the coffee shop not only did i get kitchen but i got dishwasher not only did i get dishwasher but i got dishwasher for dinner which is the worst one because just think about spaghetti for like 400 people Mm, like just washing all of that and so i would i would say as a 20 year old i was not super stoked about being a dishwasher Um, I wanted to be in the coffee shop where I could Mm. do my latte art and be seen and, you know, show my skills and add Mm. some, add value to that area. But the Lord wanted me to be a dishwasher and I believe it was for a very good reason because there were a lot of times where I was completely by myself and I had a checklist that I had to accomplish, which included scrubbing drains, which had hmm. noodles and hair and the nastiest things you could ever imagine in. And in those moments, like the Lord literally spoke to me and was like, you're not, you're in this position because I want you to learn how to do something for me when no one else is watching rather than doing something f- for in the public eye and where you're going to get like hmm. praise. 
And so it really has like set me up for my future because now in my job where I am in the public eye, Hmm. I can still know, I remember what it's like to work for only one person. It's huge. And so I feel like that lesson has like really set me up for just my future. So just don't despise where you are because it could be a lesson for the rest of your life. Oh man, that's so good. And I just want to let this simmer for a moment. I guarantee you, when you went into that coffee shop and everybody's all barista in it up Uh and serving you, I got a latte on the bar for Taylor. That interaction probably showed a lot Mm -hmm. of your, what are you doing this for? Exactly. How are you going to treat that person? Right. They got what you thought you were qualified for. Exactly. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. That... I'm sensing that'll t- that'll show you your character real quick. I'm sensing some people that are in nursing, people that are working at a tire shop, people that are working at a bank, people that are working at a fast food restaurant. Mm-hmm. That they're doing a job that they don't want to do, and they're around people that have the job that they want. Yeah. How do you treat those people? Mm-hmm. How do you treat those people now? Are you secure? Mm-hmm. Are you confident? And here's the next step. Can you actually come alongside and help those people? Right. Pray for those people. Mm-hmm. Love those people. Serve them. And you just watch out. You will explode. Mm-hmm. And there's no telling where your life is going to go. Mm-hmm. It is just the beginning. And don't. you're not defined by just a small season. Right. Embrace the season. There, we are in California now. We miss the seasons. Mm-hmm. Because, and here's why we miss them. The change of season it's is good. miraculous. It's, it's so healing. Good. It's mm-hmm. refreshing. And it's a sense of, hey, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. We're growing. And I think that the thing that you're despising the most is actually probably the very thing that you, you, it's going to be used to grow you the most. Right. There's a reason why it's hitting a nerve deep. Mm-hmm. A nerve that, if things were comfortable, would not ever be touched. Yeah, yeah. There's some wounds down there that need to be healed before you can go on to the next step. Right, you're not ready for the next step. You need to be preparing mm-hmm. and seize the opportunity. Mm-hmm. You got people that are against you. Oh my, that's, a, that's an opportunity to see your character. Mm-hmm. It's... I remember the first few altercations we had of me being a boss and people hating me. I, I was shocked. <laughs> people loved me back home. You may be shocked at this. Maybe you're, you're listening back home like, dang, I hated that guy. I did guy. not like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, why are you listening to this? That's <laughs> so funny. No, but I, I really thought that I was a likable person. I, I love pleasing people. That's part of my problem. He's a people pleaser. I love it. I'm an anagram too. So. <laughs> I love people. I love helping them. I get a lot of fuel from that. Mm -hmm. But I sense this season has been, no pun intended, seasoning me. Yeah. Adding some flavor, some spice into my life of now I can handle people that don't like me better. Mm -hmm. That wouldn't have been possible if I stayed in the position I was five years ago before this. Exactly. Stay curious. Mm Mm-hmm. 
stay in wonder. Mm-hmm. There's no telling what's going on. Yeah, and fast forward from the 2015 Bible College dishwasher to us deciding to do a random another another semester in 2017, and I put nothing on my application because I was like, obviously it doesn't really matter because they're going to put me where they want because I knew that back from 2015, and guess what position I got? She was ready. Coffee shop. Barista. Yeah. Not only was I baristing, I was helping training their employees as well. So it's just so interesting because God didn't give me that job because I wasn't ready for it in 2015. Yeah, I would have had that job with a whole different mindset hmm. and it probably would have wrecked hmm. me. So wow. it's good because it taught me what wow. I needed to get the position. So like, where are you right now and what are you learning and what opportunities could you be seizing better to get where you want to be? Hmm. Everybody wants leadership. Everybody wants authority. Everybody wants to be the guy that's the up titles. top. You have no idea what's behind that. Right. And it, only the people that are there know about it. Right. And if you are there, you don't ridicule other leaders because you know. You know what it's like. Example number one, the president of the United States. Everybody has something <laughs> oh. to say about the president of the United States, but nobody wants to be the president of the United you want to be the president, then you're going to have to have both sides. People hate you. People love you. But guess what? Something happens. It's always the president's fault. You go back. Let's go. Yep. To, let's go to a boss. Okay. Something happens. It's always the boss's fault. Yep. It's always something else happens. There's a leader involved. It's always the leader's fault. And so it's like people want these titles. They want to do these things. They want to become these people. But if you can't, if you can't deal with the problems and the the opportunities that you have right now, yeah, you ain't ready. Then you're not ready for that next step. So it's just you just have to realize that and do some self reflecting and see what what the Lord's trying to teach you in this season right now, and then accomplish those, learn those lessons, get better, and then you never know. See what happens. And the crazy thing is, this has nothing to do with talent. No, not at all. This is all. The, the heart stuff. Yes. This is all the head stuff. Yeah. The stuff going on on the inside that mm-hmm. maybe you don't even know about yet. But right. whatever you're in is going to bring it to the surface. Yeah. It's like the difference that we were saying of it's not accomplishing. It's developing. Mm. You're not accomplishing. It's not what yeah. can I check off? What what can people see me do in order to get yeah. what is next? No. It's the Lord sees you when you're not... Hmm. He sees you when no one else sees you. The person that you are when no one's watching, he sees that. That's what he's trying to work on before Yeah. before you get to that next step. We always have the saying that like how you start is how you'll also maintain. Mhm. Because we know people that start stuff never finish it. Yeah. But if you you're you're starting in in a sense of you've developed so much mm-hmm. and you're rolling and everything starts to become easy. I love watching sports players that are the best at what they do because it looks easy. Mm-hmm. Sean White at snowboarding. It didn't even look like he had a record run because it's so easy to him. And and here he is breaking records all over the place. Mm-hmm. So it's that same concept of like it's what people don't see mm-hmm. and it's okay that they don't see it. Yeah. And they may not ever see it or understand it and you have to resolve that. Yeah, it's kind of like a 
I was just thinking like it's kind of like a muscle, like muscle memory. It's like those developing seasons, like hard things come. And Noah and I have been talking about that lately. Just it just feels like the past couple years has been just the most insane problems that we've had to fix. And, um, and just like every area of life. And so it's Hmm. been really cool because now that we've fixed those things and had to go through those things and endure those things and not saying it was easy and we were good at it. It took a lot of, you know, just Hmm. struggle and having to work through and ask questions and grow and develop. But now that those muscles are grown and developed, it's like, it's easier to do those, to go through those problems again. So yeah. kind of like with like the snowboarding thing, it's like he's he's his deve- he's developed his muscles have the muscle memory, and so it yeah. seems so easy and seam and seamless. Where we look at people when they're already in that, and we think, oh, like I just yeah. want to be that, but they they don't realize the amount of muscle memory and developing it's taken them to get from point A to point mm-hmm. B, and so maybe you're just in that season of developing. Yeah, I mean, people will call me up from art we have shops all over and they'll ask about a problem and a lot of times I'll be able to solve it within five seconds yeah because and I tell them this there ain't no problem that you go through in this shop that I haven't done myself gone through or had to figure out right and that right there is just an example of what's going on in whatever season you're in yeah and let's also point out that in those problems it did not feel good no so I was re- no, you're unprepared, yeah. unqualified, yeah. and completely confused. Right. But you have to get through it. You have to figure it out somehow. And I feel like that's just how life is sometimes. There's just things that get thrown at you that you're just like, what the heck? I do not feel qualified for this. I do not, like, this just came out of nowhere. This is a curveball. I don't even know how to fix this problem. Isn't it so interesting? All of the industries that, like, people are all specialists in what they do in their different industries. You go to these different people. You got plumbers, you got electricians, you got chiropractors, you've got uh, all these health things and and veterinarians and everybody's got their own little niche Mm -hmm. and they have been graced and perfected and developed and they're around it and they know everything about it. But isn't it so funny when you get around them, they expect you to be at that level. (laughs) Yeah, to know what they're saying. And it makes you just feel tiny. Yeah. And can't we all just collectively be understanding of like, hey, I don't know. That, that's, that's your job. Mm-hmm. And I think that we can feel small in whatever we're doing, going to whatever career path we're choosing or dream because someone else is so far along in that process. And when we are in close proximity to them, we feel tiny because of where they're at. Yeah. And that comes back to comparison. That comes back to where we're at and being honest and transparent about that and resolving the process that's occurring. Mm -hmm. And regardless of the position that they're in or how much they know or what they think they know or what they don't know, it should be like, for us, we should be a people of asking questions. I feel like Mm. it's so like... Not, what's the word not taboo but like it's so like looked down upon when we ask questions i feel like because you you want to know everybody nowadays wants, wants to know they want to be in the know they want to want other people to know that they know yeah I, one of our pastors said uh 
No, knowing is the new doing. Everybody's busy just knowing about something. We're all just yeah. It's like, did you hear about this? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I knew of about course, that. I knew about that. No, you didn't. You didn't. Just ask. <laughs> it's not weird. <laughs> so I feel like just ask questions. You never know, like who's gonna give you, you know, opportunities or open doors that you didn't know could open just by asking a simple question. It is the most humbling thing to just say, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of awesome. I kind of love when people do that. I love when people say that and when they say no. Yeah, I know. It, it It's so awkward, but it's like, wow, I kind of love that. I know. Like, do you want to <laughs> go here? No. It's like, okay, I love that you have boundaries. <laughs> I love that for you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think other cultures think that we're so funny with the way we communicate. Because I, foreign people, when you interact with them, they are more straight to the point because they don't know like all the different fancy languages to stick in to make it sound better than j- it, the answer's no. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. No English. I feel like a, or just a lot of our European friends are just very blunt, and I love that. I'm like, I just love that about you because there's no like well, maybe I may have to do this, but I'll get back to you, or we can totally hang out, like, at the bubble. It's like, just say no or, or yes. Yeah, I think we had a date night plan that night. Yeah, exactly. It's like... I think we got a Netflix series that... It we got to really, watch. Yeah. It's, it's going to explode if we don't watch it tonight. Just say no or yes. Who cares? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to dreaming. Back to dreaming. I think we've talked a lot about the practical side. Yeah. I think we need to close with the more theatrical side. Okay, which is? There is no limitations Yeah. to where you can go. Mm-hmm. It just says this car is going by. Ripping the streets. Listen. Baby. <laughs> well, what he's doing is illegal, so maybe we should not... Yeah. What spur, spur it on? <laughs> you can do anything. You can go ninety. Don't do that. <laughs> That's not what we mean. This is what we're saying. We're saying that here we are. This, we just got to use ourselves, so you can get the picture. We're trying to figure out where we're going to move next, what we're going to do next, and it feels like everything in us is fighting this sense of making a decision because we feel like it will be forever. Yeah. And it won't. No. Can we just understand that everything is temporary? Everything. Everything it can comes, change. It goes. You got to stay flexible. Everything could change in the blink of an eye, no matter how secure you're feeling right now. So just understand that and don't let it like stir up fear. And that's what some people do. They go and hide. They want security. Yep. And so they go to the, the most safe, comfortable situations that mm-hmm. never test them because they're so afraid of all lose. My family's getting old. Mm-hmm. I'm getting older. What about this job? Yeah. What if I switch here? What is that going to cause in this relationship? And, and, and it's all these what ifs. Or I can't do that because it doesn't have good insurance. I can't do this because it doesn't do X, Y, and Z. You have the choice today mm-hmm. to start carving the paths for your future. Right. And let your curiosity and don't let your, I don't even want to use the word dream because that it almost seems too mystical. Hmm. Don't let your hope fail you. 
that you have hope for the future. You have hope in who you know that you've been created by God to be. Mm-hmm. That, man, you can bloom into something that is far greater than even that you have a limitation even on your brain to fathom what could be of your life Mm -hmm. and the ways that you could be utilized in your giftings and i feel like when you get down to the deep parts of you and you think about man what do i want to do do i want to help people and i think that that's where it becomes your dreams start become the most fulfilling Mm -hmm. is when you're not the only one that benefits from them. Yeah. Your family's blessed by it. The 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 community's blessed by it. The world is impacted by it. Why do you think that celebrities and rich people all get to this point where they say, "Okay, well, I guess we got to just start giving because that is the most satisfying thing you can do." Mm-hmm. Because maybe the dream of becoming the celebrity when they got there it wasn't it. Mm-hmm. And you'll find that your desires will start to change as you get to these different steps in your life. And what yeah. you once thought was the dream, when you're there living in it, it doesn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. And the only way to find what true satisfaction is, is when you're pouring into others. Mm-hmm. When you're passing what you know on. That's what we're doing here. It's so satisfying. We're passing what we know and we're giving it. And that's the exciting part about it is that we get to to give what has been developed and and seasoned through us over time. Mm-hmm. And so I would just say that as much as we want you to just dream up, like I'm saying go for it. Do that for sure. Mm-hmm. But what I've learned is even those things in my life start to shift as I get older. Mm-hmm. And even though I still desire those things and pursue them, they aren't the the crowning jewel of my existence. Yeah, uh, they are uh, a part of my life. But I'd say the thing that lasts is when I can pass on and when I can serve, and other people can be benefited because that other people that can't even repay me back because I just I start storing up these internal spiritual uh, wealth uh, that wasn't possible by anything materialistic. So, yeah, that that's my little t- tangent there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that's all super great, super practical ways to, you know, I think, again, just the words are not to be striving and just to be dreaming having dreams, having goals, those are all amazing things. What I do is every year I make this aspire guide is what I call it. And it's basically like a little document that I do at the end of every year. And it's one of my favorite things I do like right on January 1st is I write out this list. If you guys are interested in it, I have it on my website. Um, It's free. It's a free download, but it's super fun and I love doing it every year. So I make the template available for you guys. Um, But basically there's a section for like family, relationships, business, um, faith, and then also I think like money and then one, one other one. But basically you just write down like all the things 
that happened that year and there's a little template for it and I just like to do little bullet points of like really amazing things that happened and then also some hard things that happened in each of those areas and then at the end I set a goal and I usually do a, a like a three bullet point goal for each of those areas so I set goals for my family I set goals for my money how to steward my money I set goals for my marriage for my business and it just feels so good like at the end of the year to go back over everything and just see what the Lord's done over the past year and a lot of the times those goals are checked off and that's not to say like again with the accomplishing thing it's not about necessarily accomplishing the goal but it's like it feels so good to be to be developed over the year and then just to have those things under my belt and so it's super fun and it's something that I love to do is just to literally write it down because I think that there's something about just like declaring where you are declaring what is hard and then declaring where you want to be and just watching what happens and making small little habits because habits form your life i don't Mm -hmm. know if you know that but what you do every day those little habits will form your life so if you want to be an astronaut but you're spending every day watching netflix for six hours yeah and we're telling you to dream on i'm not saying that it's not possible i'm just saying you have to make baby steps not massive leaps i'm talking one small step one small step could change the world. <laughs> Is that what he said on the yeah. moon? Yes, come on now. I don't believe in the moon. One, No, one small step for man, one giant step for mankind. Good for you, Neil Armstrong. Hey. Okay, but... It's all about the small steps, baby. It is. See, Look small at steps. that. Small steps. And I even said astronaut. We're on the same page. We are awesome. Okay. We're out of this world. I still think it's a conspiracy, but that's for another day. <laughs> I've been convincing her that there are so many people that have been to the moon. Yeah, I've literally watched this one documentary slash thing about it, and ever since then, I'm like, nope, it didn't happen. So, just it's Don't fine. trust everything that you watch on Netflix it's and fine. documentaries. It's fine. I'm not saying that it's wrong or right. I'm just saying... Anyways, small steps. So, it's small steps. If you If your goal is to be healthier then look at what you're doing on a daily basis. Look at your small habits. What tiny little thing can you make a change in today that will get you to where you want to be? And I think that that is like the most powerful tool that we have is we have choices to make. We make our own choices. And I think that's really important. And for Noah and I personally, like as believers, like we ultimately want God's will for our life and personally god's will for my life has always been better than what i planned always (laughs) i can try to plan something like a little three year something something and then he'll just flip the script right quick and stick me somewhere else and i'm like wow this is actually better than what i planned so we ultimately both surrender to the lord but it is so cool to like make plans and try to set goals and make daily habits to accomplish those goals and then just keep dreaming keep dreaming and surrender those dreams to the lord and just see what happens yeah i mean the verse says that man makes his plans but the lord directs his steps right our job is to do 
the planning, the the dreaming, find out what makes us tick, mm-hmm. what we want to do with our lives. And hey, if you're into this certain thing, go for that. Yeah. But the Lord has an amazing ability to nudge us in different ways through circumstances, through trials, through storms, through relationships, through opportunity. And he is interested in our small steps. Right. So he is he's with us in those steps and he is guiding us to a better plan because mm-hmm. he's sovereign and he's good and uh, he, he knows what's best just like our parents have that desire for the very best for us. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's so good. Yeah. I wanted to end with um, a little story from church. Yeah. So Noah and I go to a church down in Encinitas and our pastor and his wife were on stage and they were sharing like a little story. They're the best. They're so intentional and they always just do little updates and stuff. And it's so cool just to hear what the Lord's doing in the church and in their lives and in their family. And they were telling us um, about this new building down in San Diego that they are actually going to essentially take over and um, do like an extension of Light Church in downtown San Diego. And the way that this all came about is a super long story, but basically um, he was saying that he met with the board of like people in the church and he was like, okay, so this opportunity came, but like we're not sure and like we don't really know. And he said that gracefully they just said um, to him and to his wife, I think you guys need... A bigger vision I think you guys need to dream a little bigger mm-hmm. and I think and Benji was just like wow like I needed to hear that and it's so cool yep. because because of that push and that nudge they ended up going through with it and now the church is being expanded and it's going to be used in such a powerful way and it's so cool but I just think that it's cool because they have people in their corner yeah. they have friends that are around them that are telling them you know I think that you need to dream a little bigger. I think you need a bigger vision. And it's cool that that sometimes we just need that nudge and for sure the Lord can use it. And so, yeah. And I think that we want to be that voice in your life Mm -hmm. because we know that you may be in a season where you don't have the right friends around you. Mm -hmm. And I've learned that I don't necessarily need more brothers and friends near me. I need more father figures, more mentors, more guiders, people older than me, more mature. Mm -hmm. And in the sense of I'm trying to glean wisdom from them and not get distracted and shoved into an area where I don't need to be. Right. And so let us be that voice in your life if you are in a season where you are kind of don't have the right mentors and again this comes back to choice you have put yourself in this position that you can seek and you can find Mm -hmm. these type of mentors that hopefully are are the good voices in your life and uh, are the fatherly motherly figures to you to push you towards the very best for you yeah and so if you don't let this be a voice to you today yeah we'd love to be that for you that there's more to you. Yeah. And it's way too early to give up. Yeah, and your potential isn't wasted where you are. It's not. You're being developed. There's so everything is going to be used. Mhm. Nothing is going to be wasted. Mhm. 
but start now and don't continue to live in a downtrodden mindset of being so just disappointed in yourself. Mm -hmm. You got to start seeing yourself how these figures in your life would, these fatherly and motherly figures that see you and believe in you regardless of your actions right now. Yeah. They see where you're going. Where you're going is far greater than where you are now, Mm -hmm. but where you are now is crucial in that journey. Yeah. So uh, don't despise it and dream on. Yeah. So good. If you were encouraged by this, please share it and send it to somebody uh, that needs to hear this message today. Yeah. And and we lo- we love feedback. We love to hear from you guys. So if if you if you made it all the way through, praise the Lord. Yes. <laughs> because we're so stoked to be here and yeah. we just want to encourage and meet you guys where you are and just share our journey and where we've been and where we're going and it's just cool to hear feedback. So And just think about all the times in your life where you're doing something, you're just scrolling on Instagram and, and doing all these things when you could be just doing another task and listening to really great podcasts. We are just one of so many great ones. Mm-hmm. So We love uh, podcasts. Yeah. Fill your, fill your brain with knowledge and your heart with, with encouragement. Yeah. So uh, we need good news. We need... Uh, good things in this this world so for sure um yeah and if it means a lot to you you actually can even rate the show mm-hmm. uh, on apple um music or apple podcasts and i don't know if you can on spotify but please do that if so um we want to continue doing this and are looking forward to growing it as yeah, well yeah and only give us five stars yeah i mean you could give us a one uh, <laughs> oh, no, nothing, nothing below a five <laughs> I'm used to it. See, this is part of the development. I'm kidding. I'm used to the low people not approving us. I'm kidding. So it would be cool. A cool lesson. We'll talk about you in the next podcast. It'd be cooler if it was five stars, but yeah. It would be. Yeah, it'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, have a great one. Uh, we hope it's an amazing week. We're, we will hear from you real soon. Yeah. Look forward to it. It's been real. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.